Today's show is called The Social Security Scam. And if you're like me, you can read that in one of two ways. You can read it as the social security system is a scam and it's a big, fat, losing proposition for American taxpayers. And we will talk about that just like that because Tony got some emails he wants to share with me. Or you can look at it as the social security scam that's going around and the incessant phone calls that I myself have been getting telling me that social security information is stolen. It's a big scam. We're going to talk about both today in today's show. This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. I'm Dan Wendell. The host alongside me is Tony Shore. And Tony, we're going to talk about the Social Security scam. And as you heard from my intro, we can talk about it in one of two ways. Which, well, let's talk about it in both ways. Which way do you want to start? Well, I think we should start with these phone calls you've been receiving. Uh, there is a so there is at least one or two or multiple social security quote unquote scams that scammers are using to try to scare people into giving up some information, saying they're with social security or that your social security uh, is in jeopardy. So. Let's talk about that first. I know you've been getting a few calls. Over the past two days, I've literally, I just counted, I've gotten 14 phone calls. In two days? In two days. All all about Social Security? Well, I have, you know what I should do, and maybe I'll do that in the next one. It would be great if if I get a call right now during the show. I'll I'll play it. But um, they're all from 800 numbers Mm -hmm. to my cell phone. So that's, mm. that's problem number one. Yep. I block every one of them afterward and I still, so they call from a different 800 <laughs> number each time and they all start off the same way with an automated voice saying, dear citizen. And I'm like, oh boy. And it's a mechanical voice. So it's not like a robot sounding voice. It is a robot. Mm-hmm. It's a female robot voice saying dear citizen and i just hang up because as soon as i get a message that's automated i'm already on defensive and then when it says dear citizen it's like come on now at least know my name if you're going to try and scam me right that's not a good scam because everyone hangs up at that point or at least everyone should but obviously it must work once in a while or they probably wouldn't do it well i've had i've had clients in the past and i'm talking i remember the first time i I had a client tell me they got scammed. This is before they were my client, but it was about 10 years ago, maybe more. They had said that they got a call that their grandson was in jail in Canada. Oh yeah. And they sent bail money. So that, but that one still goes around that one, you know, you got to send bail money. Yep. Um, then we had, um, we still get the, your computer's broken calls right? Oh yeah. You know, yep. My, your, your, my mother-in-law, yeah, my mother-in-law got taken by that one. Yeah. Right. And so what do you do? You have to give me your social security number and your bank account info to get, you know, to, so I can help you. No, no, you know, you don't. And now the most recent one is the social security scam. Well, you know, and you said that there was a, um, 
a website now to handle this from Social Security Office? Um, I believe there is. Yeah, I read it in the article. Am I supposed to have that in front of me? Uh, we were supposed <laughs> to do show prep? What are you talking no, about, Tony? Dan? Listen, I can get you out of this jam. <laughs> Just give me your Social Security number. Um, <laughs> well, they can go to ssa.gov and find it from there uh, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You sent me that link. I read it. Believe it or not, I read the things you send me. I'm like the reverse, but it was a, the social security office is well aware of this. And so they're trying to build up awareness and they're also trying to stop it because it's, it's ridiculous. And so they have a system where you can go online and, and, uh, submit the, the offending phone number and little details That's right. with the idea being that they're going to have a team working on it to try and stop this. But I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's going to, it's not something you can fix. At least I don't think so. Weren't we supposed to have s- s- spam solicitations on a cell phone stopped? Wasn't that supposed to happen like in the last couple months? Oh, oh, well, yeah. It's, there's been like a few times where, you know, it's, it's the infamous no call list that worked out pretty well. Yeah. What a joke. <laughs> it did I mean, not work. Right. Cause we still get um, the phone calls. I get, uh, I, it's, it's out of control. So the bottom line though, is people listening when you, you're not going to get a call from Social Security office, it's plain and simple. They're not going to call you and say, what's your Social Security number? Or, you know, or you're not going to get a call from the police saying your ID has been stolen. Um, please tell me your ID, your, your Social Security number so I can verify that we that it's been stolen. Well, if it was stolen, you'd know it, right? You, they would have that info in front of you. So just don't give your information over the phone. Social Security is going to mail you something, if anything. Medicare will mail you something. They're not going to call you up and, and tell you, hey, uh, we got a compromised situation here. Hurry up. Give me your cell phone number. You know, give me your social security number. You know what they are doing, Tony? And this, <laughs> I don't know. I want you to tell me more about your mother-in-law getting scammed. <laughs> but um, they're asking for payment in the form of, of gift cards. Yes. That's a big part of a lot of these scams is if they ask you to send them gift cards or that they can be paid off in gift cards, uh, then you know for sure it's a scam because no legitimate organization does that. Well, I sometimes pay my taxes. They, I call up the IRS and they, they say, scratch off the back of the gift card and tell me the number that you see. And I do that in $100 increments. And I buy like, you know, 20, 30 of them to pay my taxes. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the big scam. Yeah, right that's a so big So someone's one. asking you to pay with a with a you know Western Union MoneyGram or whatever it's called and uh, scratching off a, a Apple iTunes card or whatever Best Buy gift card just don't do that please right please yeah so and, and you know we the article that you were referring to in the Washington Post recently uh, you know they they interviewed people that this lady gets nine to ten calls a day uh, they're all and that's just one type of scam Social Security scam calls where they say, um, you know, that you're a warrant's out for your arrest because you owe money and your mm, social mm-hmm. security is going to be suspension and here's your case ID. Uh, you got to call back immediately with a credit card number. And so obviously this is bad <laughs> and don't do right, it. Right. Um, right just- but there is the link where you can report it. Uh, it is uh, ssa.gov, as I said earlier and then you do uh, a slash the forward slash ipff and slash 
H-O-M-E. So ssa.gov slash IPFF slash home. Um, that's the best that's way. Right. If you want to get there even quicker, a better, a secure way, secure.ssa.gov. So uh, imposter scam. They call it the SSA imposter scam reporting form. Uh, and you can report it and they will investigate it. So uh, that's legitimate. Uh, anything at ssa.gov, as long as it doesn't have another dot something after that, is legitimate. So, okay. yeah, I think that's good to know. And yeah, it's important. that's imposter, not impasta, right? Because I know you're a big pasta fan. <laughs> wow, Dan. Sorry. No, that was. No. <laughs> Do we have the yeah, cricket yeah. noises we can play when you make a joke like that? <laughs> I mean, when a joke really, really bombs on the show. We should have a special sound. <laughs> Blame the Food Network. I saw that on TV. Um, the sound okay. of Dan's comedy career just crash crashing into the ground. <laughs> I get no respect. So you 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 get these calls, or is it just me? Nope, because I've I think... gotten them too. I've never gotten that many though. And, and that lady who gets nine a day, you've got fourteen in two days. That's two days. crazy. Two days. Right. I've gotten right. a couple in the last month. I've probably gotten two or three that are social security related. It's crazy. So they're obviously making money doing it or else they wouldn't do it. So don't be a victim. Yeah. The social now. security administration and the IRS are never, ever, 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 ever going to call your phone or text you. That is not, right. they will not <laughs> and demand payment in, you know, it, and, and as Tony knows from personal experience, if you do have a warrant out for your arrest, they will come to your house. They're not going to call. Okay. I do not have personal experience with that. Uh, <laughs> thank the Lord. But uh, yeah, no, obviously, if there's a warrant out for your arrest, they're not going to call you. Uh, no one's going to call you. Let's li let you off the hook and move on to the other Please. social security scam. Now, what's which the other is social the email. security issue? Now, you sent me that forwarded chain mail that's been going around for probably as long as I've been working, yep. Um, yep. Social Security is no longer called Social Security. It's called uh, Federal Benefits. Remember that one you sent me? Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. How how the real the the thing they're trying to get you upset about is that Social Security is now going to be referred to as a federal benefit payment entitlement. Yes, yes. And so we it. should all be upset because it's not an, an entitlement. It's a it's money we paid in out of our earned income. Uh, and right. so they're, they're trying to get you all hot and bothered about this. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, entitlement has a negative connotation. It's like you, you're you're getting something that you didn't really. Yeah. Federal benefits. Uh, people are proud. They don't want to be. I'm not getting a federal benefit. Oh, Social Security. And some people think, oh, yeah, I like Social Security. It's a great government benefit. Well, it's not really. You pay into it. So. Right. And so they're feasting off of that. And so the idea is just get people upset about that. So they say, well, what's going on with Social Security? And then they start to question it. And the, the email goes on and I'm sure everyone's gotten it at some point or it's up posted on Facebook or something. It goes on to talk about how you are paying into it and you're not getting anything back. And, and I have, I've talked about, I do seminars on this. And I've talked about how, how to get the most out of Social Security. And there's always people that say, you know, I, they're giving me my own money back. I'd rather have my own money than pay taxes into it, and I could do better than the government can. 
And I'm not going to argue with them on that mm. because I kind of agree <laughs> in some yeah, ways. This is where you and I might start to part ways. Well, I'm going to, you know, so I want to take issue with the part here. I'm reading the email. Um, here it goes. It says, remember, not only did you contribute to Social Security, but your employer did too. Yep. It totaled 15% of your income before taxes. And so if you averaged only 30000 over your working life, 30000 a year, that's close to $220,000 in Social Security taxes, meaning that money went into Social Security. And then if you, if you do some calculations of what it would have been if you instead of take that money and give it to the government, if you did that and did something with yourself, you would have made a whole lot more than Social Security pays out. And so it's a slippery slope. Because I kind of, well, the first problem is- You may is have, but paying, you also may have lost it all. Right. Well, let's, let's, let me, let's start with the 15%. You're not paying 15% of your income into Social Security. No. That's not happening. What it, it is, 12.4. So you are paying 6, 6.2, I believe it is, into Social Security, and then your employer So is you're matching. only paying 6.2%. Right now. Not the 15, and not even the 12. Uh, that's covered by your employer. Well, I pay that because half. I am my own employer. So technically, I do pay right. 12, but it's not 15. So there's there's the problem. So we're right talking there. the majority of the people listening are probably not self-employed, but some of them might right. be. You're right, right. And, but if even if you can make the case, well, if my employer is going to pay 6.2, I'd rather than pay that to me. Because you know I can do better, right? So let's. But but the the first part is fifteen percent is wrong. It's more like twelve. The other three percent goes to Medicare. So that's a whole nother story, right? Yep. Um, yep. So that's the first problem I have with it. But let's assume. Let's just humor the the, the writer and say, okay, fine. You're putting in twelve percent, fifteen percent, whatever. That's twelve percent too many, right? Um, what could you do with that money? And so. They say if you average 30000 a year of your working life. Now, you put in Social Security over, I don't know, 40 years, the average person works maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, they start at 20 and they retire in the 60s. So say at least 40 years, $30,000 average. I mean, 40 years ago, 30000 that was high earner, right? So to, to say the average working salary of thirty k, I I disagree with. But we got to remember, though, that there's a cap. So someone's saying, well, I make a million dollars a year. I'm paying 150,000 into Social Social Security as a self-employed. No, that's not what's happening. There's a cap on how much you actually um, put in um, into Social Security. Right. And I'm going to look it up. There's a cap. Um, There's a cap. um, I'm going to look up what it is, um, the threshold. It looks like it's 137,700 in 2020. Okay. okay. So that means that if you make a hundred and thirty seven thousand seven hundred, um, they're gonna the social security is gonna tax a six point two percent of that and your employer will match. If you make five hundred thousand, they're only gonna tax the first hundred and thirty seven thousand. Right. And that third hundred and thirty seven thousand has not always been that high. It's it's you know, it's always increasing. But, you know, thirty, yeah. forty years ago it was not that high. So bottom line is there's a limit as to how much of your benefit is taxed but back to the case so average income 30k that's you know that that might be realistic going forward now uh maybe even higher but here's the kicker it says what could you do with that money um if you took the same amount you put in and you got a five percent return after 49 years 
that would be 893,000 versus mm-hmm. the 220 in the example. Right. Now, this is where you and I might kind of agree and I think you know, I'm I'm saying that the social security system is not a scam, but is the money doing what you would expect it to do? And I'm going to say no. You're putting in money and your expectation is you're going to get it back later in life. That's the whole point. What the government, if you were going to do that, if that was the case, if that's exactly what Social Security was, is you're putting money in and you're going to get it out later in life, then I would agree. You could take that money and do something better with it rather than give it to the government to manage. But that's not what Social Security is all about. We have to remember what Social Security truly is. Uh, Do you remember what the name of Social Security really is, Tony? Um, well, uh, they say in the article uh, or the letter, they email out a federal benefit program, this, this, uh, scam letter or whatever it is, a federal benefit payment. But, uh, I don't know what the actual name is beyond that. I've always called it social security, right? It's the social security and, uh, pension old age. Let me, let me look it up because. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. It does have a longer name. Right. You're right. Because it's, it's not, um, it's not just about giving your money back. Federal old age survivors and disability insurance, OASDI. Oh, yeah. So you have to factor in that the money that goes in not only has to cover the return to you if you live into your old age, but it has to cover your survivor. So if you're married, or you, even if you're on Social Security and you have kids, they're going to get some Social Security, and they didn't put any in, right? And then you also have to right. factor in disability. So people that can't work get Social Security disability. Where does that money come from? They didn't put in long enough. You know, let's say you're 40 years old and you become disabled. Um, you're getting Social Security benefits. You clearly are going to get more out of the Social Security system than you put into it. So it's, sure. it's not necessarily a dollar for dollar. You put in and you get out right? You have to factor in that other thing, which makes social security a little unique. It's, it's a safety net, not a pension as, um, not an outright benefit and not a, and not necessarily a pension, but it's a, it's a safety net. It's a hybrid. It's unique. And I think that's a good point, uh, a point that you make, but Dan, I want to interject here. Um, uh, because we're running out of showtime, this email that they send out to get people riled up and your point about, Hey, if you took, if you got 12%, let's say, uh, if you got to keep that 12%, mm-hmm. uh, you're assuming a lot there though. Like your company's still going to give you that 6%. Right. Uh, of, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the government forces them now. If the government didn't do that, uh, they'd have to force them to give it to you. And how would that be checked and, mm, right. uh, you I know, that happen. type of no, thing? They, they would, they would find um, I don't think to. a lot of companies would want to do nope. that or be able to do it or would do it. But let's just assume in some magical land that your company will keep if they say, hey, we're going to privatize this or, or we're going to do away with Social Security. And you get to keep that money and invest it yourself right. all those working years. My whole problem and the reason that premise doesn't work at all is because we all know you can look at study after study. If you gave somebody that extra money, if I had 12% uh, more than I make right now, take home, if I could take home 12% more or had 12% more to do what, what I wanted to invest or put it in a retirement account, 
Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, statistics show I would not do that. I would spend it. If you give people more money and you give them the freedom to do whatever they want with it, they will spend it. That's why we have to have Social Security. That's why it was created. You can't just give somebody money and and just say, well, now they're going to do the right thing. They're going to invest it, and that investment's going to grow, and they'll have that money to live on in retirement. So we don't need to worry about them. They're covered for retirement. Well, that's a pie-in-the-sky crazy thinking, in my opinion, because no, they're not. The majority of the people. Now, I'm not saying there aren't those people who aren't going to immediately take that 12%, be very fastidious, and invest it wisely mm. so it will grow. Uh, but let's say they invest it wisely so it grows, and the year they get ready to retire is 2008. And so they've got all that invested in, say, the stock market right. so they can make their 5%, and the Dow drops 40%. Well, then- then they lose all that extra money or a lot of it. So, I mean, there's, their money is at risk, whereas you, you're you guaranteed a certain amount of payout from the government if you get a Social Security check. So I err on the side of, I know I can't screw it up No, if Social Security- You err on the side of nanny state. You, you need the government to hold your hand, <laughs> is what you're saying. You basically said, in a nutshell, that people can't care for themselves, that the government needs to do it. That's what I hear. Well, with their own money. They can't be trusted with all their own money if you want them to have any left by retirement. The majority of Americans out there, myself included. Right. Well, I just, just look think, at your history. You get extra income, you're getting extra toppings on the pizza. That's what's happening. Okay. Well, that might be it. That hits a little close to home, but yeah, there's there's some truth, <laughs> you're underlying right. truth. I, I'm not going to argue with you about that. I agree because we can't even get the Americans to save for their own retirement on their own, like as is, they don't have enough. Yeah. We're like, you should be putting money into a 401k. Social security isn't enough. We all know this. Everyone says it. Uh, but yet there are still people who don't put enough into their 401ks or aren't saving for retirement. The studies have shown that. So I think it's good. We have a safety net. I'm not talking about a nanny state. Believe me. Uh, I'm with you on yes, that. You are. I think that, uh, I think that, you know, I'm not for communism. I think if you t take away drive and freedoms, uh, people need to be able to control and make their own decisions up to a point. But our country has developed the safety net and people rely on it. So I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, but yes, does the government mismanage it? I, of course they do. They mismanage everything. Uh, but would my corporation mismanagement if we left it up to the company I work for? Sure they would. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust the government or my company to do what's in my best interest. Um, you can't. So you have to stay on top. Well, I mean, I, I, I can go either way with this, but I will say, look what happened with the pension system. The private pensions of the companies um, was basically the, the company putting money aside for you to give you income in the future. And people didn't think about it. Yep. Then they switched it over and changed it into the 401k. And let's just assume that they're giving the same amount of benefit. What's happening is the people are now forced to manage that 401k themselves and they're failing. People are failing at that. So you're right. That instead of saving it for the rainy day or for the pension stream or the income, they're paying off the Black Friday bill, buying a new car, moving, getting a new house, all the things that they want to do without thinking about the future. Instant gratification. So in the, in the sense that I um, Social Security is a kind of a skewed system that favors those that 
um, need it more, I would I would say that that's true. And 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 if you just do dollar for dollar, I would personally rather invest it myself. But that's because I have the discipline and education to do so. But for the vast right. majority of people, I agree with you. Um, we're in a society that does not really care about the long term. We care about instant gratification, and Social Security is basically the only safety net we have. So I'm agreeing with you. I don't think we should get rid of it. But I totally also agree with the statements that were made in that sensational email that we probably could do better. <laughs> well, sure. And I agree with you there. We definitely could do better. I mean, obviously, the numbers, uh, if you look at the numbers, and like you always say, Dan, do the math. Mm-hmm. Like, which is the best? Uh, well, the math will bear that out. And it does. It does. Sure. And I know you personally could do better. Uh, if they'd let you have that 12.2% or whatever it is, uh, instead of uh, putting it into Social Security and hoping you get some of it back later. Uh, Maybe. I see what if where I got your disabled? frustration is. Then what? Right? So yeah. y- y- you, can't, you can't ignore the fact that it also helps you if you become disabled or widowed, you know? Yeah, if you become disabled and can't work, then you're not building up that 12% a year. They're not going to keep giving it to you if you're not working. And I don't want to wait until I'm 67 or 70 to take it. If I'm, you know, in my 40s and I become disabled, I need that help. So you can't, it's not apples to apples. And I guess that's the big takeaway from this. But But the bottom line is these emails they send out to get you riled up and say they're changing the name of Social Security and the government is running a huge Ponzi scheme. They're just trying to overhype, and it's just uh, it's the far right and the far left, uh, both trying to, uh, or crazies, uh, not even part of a political party, just, uh, I don't know why people send these out, and it's like a chain email that goes around, and there's a number of them. There's some that are, are really pro, like you, you got to, you know, the government is doing great with our Social Security and blah, 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 and it's going to be around forever. Uh, that's one side that I see and I get those emails too. And then I see this one where it says, you know, the government's ripping us off. Social security is horrible. So yeah, I would say social uh, security isn't, is not horrible, but the government is ripping us off. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) How's that for it? It depends. Uh, answer. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I know you always look at the logic and the math, which is why, you know, I think, uh, you're good at what you do and why people, your clients uh, are really benefited by working with a trusted financial professional like yourself and our listeners. uh, You need to have a trusted financial professional that can look at the big picture, look at your situation, look at where your social security is going to be at, look at, you know, your work history and where you're going and, you know, your family health history, things like that to take into account. Okay. When do I file? How do I maximize my social security? How much do I invest for retirement? What's in my 401k and what do I do with that? You know, there's a lot of questions that go along with it, but social security, there's scams all over the place trying to scare you using scare tactics That's it. Uh, yeah. and take advantage of you. That's it. And yeah, so if people want to to understand how to get the most out of social security, especially if they're self-employed, hey, should I be contributing this much? Should I do something different? Can I, can I go a different route? There's plenty of different avenues you can take. And I, those are the types of things that I like to do. Um, I also sometimes play defense with people. If you ever, any of my clients get a call that they're not sure about, they just call me up and say, is this real? And usually I'm saying, no, just hang up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, these days, the majority of it isn't. 
Unless you get an envelope that says it's from the IRS in your mailbox uh, or the Social Security Administration, then probably not. Well, I appreciate your perspective, Tony. Is that, what is that on your shirt? Is that blood leaking through your bleeding heart? Or is that, <laughs> no, oh, it's just pizza sauce. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, thanks for listening to this. Don't fall victim to a Social Security scam. And also don't think that Social Security is a scam. Either way, the word scam and Social Security seems to be on the tip of the tongue lately. And just avoid the, you know what I do? Just don't answer the phone anymore. That's the new thing, Tony. Just don't answer the phone. <laughs> It's scary, but true. Thanks for listening. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.